Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. So there's a question that a lot of people are asking right now, and that is, is there a real chance that a red wave could be coming? There are always signs when you're getting ready for a national election, and there are signs that can tell you what could be happening. One of those signs is one that happened this morning, and it's a big one. Republican Lee Zeldin has just taken the lead in the New York governor's race now this is a race where republicans have not been putting as much money into the race as they should have because it seemed like it would be virtually impossible for a republican to win in new york this is one of those big oops one of those big mistakes that the republicans have clearly made now republicans are going to be rushing to fund lee zeldin because this new poll says he's taking the lead in New York's gubernatorial race. Now, to put this in perspective, you had Cuomo, who was the governor there less than a year ago. You had a hardcore liberal governor that shut down everything, that advocated for the shutting down of New York City, shutting down of businesses, shutting down of schools, shutting down of virtually every aspect of life in New York. This is the place that had COVID-19 mandates where you couldn't go into a restaurant, into a bar. You couldn't go into anything without showing proof of vaccination. The Democratic Party created that environment. The Democratic Party was in favor of that. Now you have a Republican in Lee Zeldin who has said, I think the people of New York didn't like it and overstepped. And he went out there and decided to go and attempt to oust the Democratic governor Kathy Hochul, who is the woman who replaced Chris Cuomo, or I should say Andrew Cuomo, after the disaster that was his resignation. The poll found 
that of the 1,198 likely general election voters, 48.4% would vote for Zeldin. 47.6% would vote for the Democratic candidate, the current Democratic governor. Is there a chance that the Democrat could pull this off? Of course, it's New York. There was four percentage points that were undecided. Zeldin leads a Democratic incumbent by less than a point and within the margin of error. But the poll sampled 1,198 likely general election voters from October the 27th through the 31st. With a 2.9% margin of error and a 95% confident level. The poll respondents were 53.6% Democrats, which is a very fair makeup of the state, 27.5% Republican, and 18.9% had no party or other affiliation. That is an accurate sample of New York. The majority of the people in New York, they say that they are Democrats. That's what they say. If you had a poll that was 50-50, you would have a bad poll. You need more Democrats in your poll than Republicans because that's the makeup of the stake. Now, the poll comes just one day after the New York Times published a story explaining how Zeldin surging in the polls had caused the national Democrats to worry about the race and therefore the effect a major upset would have on down-ballot races in the state if he was able to win. This was in the New York Times. This is an article they never could have imagined they had to write. Similar to what happened in Virginia last year is how the New York Times described it when you had a shocker there because then Kenneth Glenn Youngkin was looked at by the leftists, no chance in hell of winning, and sure enough, Glenn Youngkin is now the governor of Virginia. Down-ballot races also went for the Republicans in Virginia in that state. It was pretty big. The Times reported the Democratic Governor Association, known as the DGA, has thrown money into the race after initially not planning on spending anything. In a sign of how close the governor's race has gotten, the Democratic Governor Association has filed paperwork in recent days to form a super PAC in New York that will prop up the Democratic governor on TV and try to stave off losses further down the ballot. After watching from the sidelines for months, the group will now join prominent labor groups in rushing to start spinning on behalf of the Democratic Party in the race's final days, as there are now major concerns that Democrats are scrambling to ensure that their base turns out to vote, specifically union voters. The Democratic Governor Association had not initially planned to spend a single dollar in the race. But as polls have tightened and the Republican Governors Association has dumped now $2 million into a pro-Zeldin super PAC, the Democrats decided that they had to act to protect the state. A spokesman for the Democratic Governors Association, David Turner, did not say how much they planned to spend, but did say, we are involved. And now we know exactly what's happening. Joe Rogan, who many of you may know, is a uh, very blunt man, a podcaster, UFC announcer. He has said, Joe Rogan said on the upcoming midterm red wave, quote, it's going to be like the elevator doors opening up in The Shining. 
Yeah, Joe Rogan, the host of the Joe Rogan Experience, said during a recent show that he believes the upcoming midterm elections are going to be a bloodbath for Democrats. Rogan made the remarks while speaking to a comedian about the culture of fear that exists in America where people can't and don't feel like they can voice their opinions without facing backlash. Rogan made the remarks after his comedian friend said that she believes that a lot of people who bind to the transgender movement do so to signal that they're part of the high status in group. Yeah, it's real strange, Rogan said. It's real strange to just openly accept all this stuff without any pushback. So I think people will be I think there will be pushback though. Again, I think we're seeing it in Europe. And they are like leaders of this kind of movement. And now it seems like that it's coming to our senses. We're coming to our senses a little bit. And following science, I don't necessarily see that, although we might see that in the midterms. You know, and again, people tend to voice their opinions on these things at the ballot when they don't have their voice. When they don't have to voice their opinion, they just get to push a button. And quote, there's a lot of people that are afraid of talking about it. I want you to hear a little bit more of this conversation. It's an important one. And I agree with Rogan on this one. I think people are terrified to say what they believe. The red wave that's coming is going to be like the elevator doors opening up in The Shining. (laughs) 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 That's what I think. I think people are just like, what the f***? As you can hear, he was very blunt. They're tired of it. They're like saying, what the blank is going on? What the blank is going on? Like, what's going on? And those people, what's going to be responsible for the red wave? I think the red wave that's coming is going to be like the elevator doors opening and the shining. And then I think people are just like, what the blank is going on? By the way, I couldn't agree with Joe Rogan more on this one. People are tired of censorship. They're tired of being told that you have to believe insane and stupid things like a girl is a boy or a boy is a girl. People are tired of being censored and silent. For example, Elon Musk has sparked a media freakout by limiting employee access to Twitter censorship tools. He's the new CEO, but they don't like that he's the new CEO. And now they're going insane. I'll give you an example. Apparently, Elon Musk, as he's cleaning house over at Twitter, has limited Twitter employees' access to content moderation tools in his first week of ownership as he promised a radical change in course on censorship. The media predictably went freak-out mode, claiming that the sky is falling. Bloomberg reports that Elon Musk Twitter has frozen some employees' access to tools designed to enforce the site's content moderation policies, curtailing the power of employees to ban accounts, remove posts, and other acts of censorship. And what the outlet says curbs the staff's ability to clamp down on misinformation ahead of a major U.S. election. Via Bloomberg, they say most people who work in Twitter's trust and safety organization are currently unable to alter or penalize accounts that break rules around misleading information or offensive posts, hate speech, except for the most high impact violations that would involve real world harm. According to people familiar with the matter, those posts were prioritized for manual enforcement, they said. People who were on a call to enforce Twitter's policies during Brazil's presidential election did get access to the internal tools on Sunday, but in a limited capacity, according to two people on the call. The company is still utilizing automated enforcement technology 
and third-party contractors, according to one person, though the highest-profile violations are typically reviewed by actual Twitter employees. The concern that the social media company, which jettisoned Trust and Safety Arch Sensor, uh, as well as the CEO, brought together, they said is the problem because they're all a bunch of woke liberals. So can you really trust them? The answer is no. The drastic change in content moderation could potentially affect Twitter's trust and safety team's ability to both monitor and force moderation policies ahead of the U.S. midterm elections on November the 8th, wrote Rolling Stone's reporter in a tell-all article this morning. The Times also picked up the narrative running the headline, Twitter limits content moderation ahead of the midterm elections. To the media, it is now an expectation rather than a matter of controversy that social media platforms will ramp up censorship and interference ahead of an election. A leftist holdover at Twitter who wants to cry Donald Trump as, quote, a racist tangerine and complain about actual Nazis in the White House, but who for now has the support of Musk attempted to calm the media fears by saying this is exactly what we or any company should be doing in the midst of a corporate transition to reduce opportunities for insider risk. We're still enforcing our rules at scale, Roth tweeted, who currently leads Twitter's safety and integrity team. This is the same guy that actually wrote, in all caps, actual Nazis in the White House referring to Trump. He once decried Trump as a racist tangerine, and that's the guy that we're supposed to trust who's going to make decisions on who is safe and who is not. Never, ever bow to these people. Now, this goes back to why I said earlier, I think this is a big red wave coming. I think this is a huge red wave that's about to happen. I think this is a red wave that people don't realize, and we could win some seats like the New York governor's race. Now, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen. Right? I totally, I totally understand that. They're going to do whatever they can possibly do to stop it. But I still think there's a very good chance that we could see a significant red wave coming in the future. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. One eight six six seven five one twenty two eighteen or online at legacypminvestments.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Signs of the New York governor's race, uh, virtually a virtual tie, maybe even a lead for the Republican candidate are shocking the world. Now, that means that Lee Zeldin, uh, as he takes the lead in the New York governor's race, uh, is going to be attacked and they're going to spend countless dollars to make sure he doesn't win in New York. I'm not saying I want to make this clear. Uh, I'm not saying that he's going to win. I'm just saying it could tell us a lot. Now, there's something else that's really happening that's so cool. New York City Latino grocers raised 70000 for Lee Zeldin after history of voting Democrat, which is also something else the Democrats should have been paying attention to. There was a, and this is just one of those stories about how you know things can happen like red waves. There's a coalition of mainly Latino supermarket owners in New York City that are showing major support for the Republican governor. They're tired of the stores being robbed. They're tired of the flash mobs. They're tired of of the loitering outside and the looting of their stores. They have endured rapid shoplifting in their stores. Democrats doing nothing to stop it. So this coalition of these small Latino supermarkets raised 70 grand to back Zeldin as the election is approaching. The New York Post has just reported. 70 Entrepreneurs operating supermarkets, including Food Town, Fine Fair, and Met Foods, are reportedly giving a thousand each to Zeldin during a fundraiser in Queens. The congressman has vowed to go hard against criminals who target grocers. It is a message that has not fallen on deaf ears, according to the leader of the government relation for the National Supermarket Association. These are Hispanic supermarket owners who have previously voted for Democrats. They said during an interview, adding they have become very weary of the situation and they wanted results because they're getting picked off left and right. We are frustrated and tired of Democrats saying that bail reform has not affected crime negatively. That's what a Democrat who owns a pair of supermarkets in the Bronx said, adding we are seeing a different reality. The Latino supermarket owner said we've got to get involved and we have to back the Republican. Social media users also reacting to the post story. One person saying, bless those that have given as well as those who want to, but we, but, but are, we are running out of time. Latinos and all New Yorkers want safety in their neighborhoods. They just want to feel safe. They want to actually be safe, not just feel safe. New York definitely needs a change. Democrats are in office now, so why would you reelect them? Another one commented. Now, during Tuesday's big debate, Zeldin said he is running to win the governorship to fight crime in the state. Saying about the current governor that she supports cashless bail, he said, I do not, Zeldin said. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architects of cashless bail, Brian Benjamin, to be her lieutenant governor. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make as governor. We need to repeal cashless bail. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement. 
Skyrocketing crime is among the main issues for American voters looking towards the fast-approaching midterm elections. That's what the Rasmussen poll found in August, that it was becoming the number one issue in many liberal cities where crime is, in fact, out of control. It's all about paying attention. If you pay attention to what's happening, then you know and you're not shocked by this when it's happening. That's a point that people need to understand. Democrats have been asleep at the wheel. Democrats have not been paying attention to what the people are actually saying. Democrats need to understand this is happening, and this is the reason why this red wave could continue, because in Democratic-led cities, where this type of stuff is going on, get ready, because I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen again. There could be another red wave in two years. The reason why is exactly as I stated it. The reason why is simple. The reason why is because Democrats are taking for granted what's going on with the issue of crime. We're seeing it right here in the Mid-South. We're seeing people that are not going to jail. They're getting arrested for committing crimes. They're getting right back out on the streets. It's a problem. You know, you look at crime in this country, and I do believe it's the number one local issue. It's not green, uh, you know, alternative energy. It's about crime. NBC even put it this way about crime and the economy on yesterday on their show. This is new from Gallup. They ask folks the issues they consider the most important, very important. And you see the economy tops at abortion, second crime, gun policy, immigration. Then you ask folks who say these are the most important issues to them, how they intend to vote. And I think this is interesting, too, because look at this on all but one of these topics. Republicans have an advantage. And on three of them, the economy, crime. Immigration, Republicans have massive advantages over Democrats. So when you look at this issue set, you look at how these voters are breaking along these issues, you see what looks like a significant Republican advantage. But again, you go back to that generic ballot, and this is not right now looking like a runaway in the polls for Republicans. Crime has been the sleeper issue when I go out and talk to voters in some of these states. You know, it's not scientific, but it's just one of those things that keeps coming up that I feel like maybe we miss in some of our conversations otherwise. I love how NBC is like, oh, yeah, we miss this one. Yeah, we kind of miss it sometimes, right? Right. We, we, we have this. Now, CNN this morning tried to claim that Democrats actually have uh, a, a really good understanding on crime and are doing a very good job. Kristen Powers on CNN said Democrats, have, look, they got a good record on crime. That's a lie. But this is the way you spin it eight days out from Election Day or seven days out from Election Day. Issue that is driving most people say that's the most important factor. But second is crime. And I'll tell you, in June, Gallup didn't even ask about crime. That, that's the, which speaks to, it's sort of the dark horse issue. And now, look, Republicans look very, Republican strategists look very smart. They have been spending tens of millions of dollars on ads on crime for months now. Uh, defund the police, ending cash bail. I was watching the Georgia set, uh, governor debate last night. I know, I'm a little nerdy. I was watching the Georgia governor debate. And Brian Kemp used that against Stacey Abrams in a, in a governor's race, right, which is a little odd. But um, that issue, uh, people are worried. P- local crime, people are more concerned about local crime than they've been in 50 years of it Gallup matters. polling. And I, I just think we talk about the economy. The economy matters. Abortion clearly matters for the Democratic base. You know, I'm not trying to discount that. But circle crime and notice how many crime ads are being run. 
uh, in your local congressional district, Senate race, governor's race. I think that's really important. Fear works. I mean, have Democrats done enough to well, combat that? No, I think they've been very, they've been caught flat-footed on the crime issue because the, the crime issue isn't something that's just happening in Democratic states. In fact, it's happening in Republican states. It's happening at very high rates. Yeah. And Democrats have a pretty good record on, on crime, and yet they're not talking about it. And they, it's in the same way, there's a lot of people in this country who believe the Democratic Party supported defund the police, and they didn't, yeah. right? I love that, right? They say there's a lot of people in this country that believe Democrats didn't support defund the police. Then who did? Republicans? I mean, you, you say stuff like this and you insult voters. Everybody knows the Democratic Party was the party of defund the police. Everybody knows the Democratic Party was the party of Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the rallies that turned into riots and anarchy and the burning down of buildings and the trashing of police stations and churches that were caught on fire. Okay, that, that was the Democratic Party. And then they sit there on TV and they actually want you to believe something as stupid as what they just said. Right? What, I mean, what, what was just said there was stupid. Well, the, the Democratic Party was not the party to defund the police. And who was it? Somebody tell me who it was. Find me a Republican that came out and said, I want to defund the police. It doesn't exist. Okay, find me a Republican that's out there advocating for defund the police, who's campaigning on it. Democrats are the ones that went defund the police. And they sit there like, well, it's actually not us. We weren't doing it. Okay, then show me the tape. Show me a person. Show me a human being that was out there with a Republican Party that was a major leader that's like, you know, we need to, re- we need to defund the police. Show me, show me Republicans chanting, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? And I'll apologize because that was Black Lives Matter that was supported solely by the Democratic Party. Show me, show me Republicans showing up to an Antifa Black Lives Matter rally chanting death to America, and I'll apologize. It didn't happen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER California is now looking to ban diesel trucks. I wish I was joking. I'm not. Diesel trucks, they want to get rid of them. And big problems are hitting the trucking industry, which means inflation will continue to get even worse. Truckers are reacting to the scorching diesel prices under Joe Biden, saying it's taking almost all of their extra income just to stay on the road. Diesel prices are making it much, much harder for truckers to make a living. It's crushing a little bit. Uh, this morning, it's the highest it's ever been. I pumped it for like 619 this morning. Before, I can do a whole week for 900, 950. Now, I'm doing 
two to $2,200 a week between Monday and Friday. It's just getting harder and harder and harder every month. Jameson Mendoza is a five-year truck driver from Avito. He sent us some photos of his truck as he stopped briefly in Georgia to speak with us about the hardship of fuel prices. Like my house payment, my car payment, my personal insurance, food, bills in the house. It's putting me behind on a lot of things and a lot of plans that I had in my future because of the fuel price skyrocketing really high. Because the fuel price is sky high. Ten grand a month is what the average trucker now is spending on diesel. Uh, Brian Denali, who owns a trucking company, slammed Gavin Newsom for being out of touch, saying that Californians are fleeing. Listen to this. I own a trucking business. In the last eight months, because of the governor's policies, it's cost $200 a day to put diesel in that truck. $1,000 a week, it's $4,000 a month. That drives up the cost of a gallon of milk, a dozen eggs for every hardworking Californian. It's the guy running for office in California who is saying that. And while all this is happening, the governor is saying, yeah, he wants to get rid. Okay, get rid of what's happening with the diesel industry by getting rid of all the diesel trucks. Now, you look at how bad things are now. Rising diesel prices, people are at least starting to understand it, and the media is starting to report on it. Here's from News Nation. But diesel prices right now in America are anything but comforting. In fact, some companies are being forced to lay off employees. If it continues like this, well, I have to park my truck. The pain at the pump, it's not just another cliche for American truck drivers. The industry that delivers goods from coast to coast is dealing with more than just 18 wheels. Just take a look at the diesel prices soaring across our country, leaving some truckers to hit the brake pedal. And for owner and operator Omar Edwards of North Carolina, he's having to lay off employees while finding a way to maximize profit. I'm heading over to Atlanta to actually pick up uh, one of my drivers. Uh, We're going to be team driving right now. Um, That are some of the ways that we're trying to fight the diesel prices to increase more revenue. Team driving is when two drivers switch off drive one truck and just, you know, go as fast as they can that way. Today's show saying this. This morning, America seems trapped in a vortex of bad economic news. Sky-high food prices, pump prices at record levels, soaring rents up 16% in one year, COVID lockdowns in China, the world's manufacturing center, choking the global supply chain, U.S. corporate profits sinking, Russian oil under partial embargo, Ukrainian wheat exports at a standstill, and all of it feeding 40-year high inflation that Americans are paying for every day. On the front lines, shippers and truck drivers with diesel fuel prices up 75% in one year. In Indiana, Shelly Conaway is a full-time truck driver who also runs a charity to rush supplies to those in need. We were looking at possibly buying trailers and a truck, another truck, but we won't be able to afford to put tires on it or put fuel in the tank. All of it sending the stock market lower. The S&P down 18% so far this year. The Nasdaq down a stunning 27%. The media forced to cover this now. Truck drivers very concerned over the diesel prices, and that is because it's taking money out of their pocket. 
ABC News, finally covering this for the first time this morning on Good Morning America. Listen. When we talk about rising fuel prices, we're often talking about gasoline, what we pay at the pump. That today is averaging $4.19 a gallon. But when you look at diesel prices, diesel fuel, they hit a new record high just this morning, $5.32 a gallon. And diesel is incredibly important to the economy. It's known as the fuel that moves the economy because it's the fuel that most the trucks use that are on the street across the country. They're the things that are carrying your groceries, your diapers, your necessities. And when the costs for those truckers go up, all the costs go up on these various items that we are so reliant on as Americans. I love how they're finally telling you that diesel's $6 a gallon, right? I mean, just a few days ago, you had Truckers hit hard as diesel prices near $5 a gallon in Metro Detroit. They were talking about how bad it is there. Now it's a dollar higher than when they aired this just a few weeks ago. Soaring diesel prices are just the latest speed bump. I'm going to have to stop it at 400 because I can't even fill my whole tanks up. And like I got 150 gallon tanks on each side. Rudy has been a truck driver for nearly two decades. He's never seen prices this high. The big question is, how will these prices impact you, the consumer? Independent truckers like Rudy and trucking companies will be passing the higher cost of the fuel to the companies they're contracted for. He drives 600 miles plus per day, and that means... Every run I run, I'm going to have to pay every time that I take a run. And just to break even, Rudy is pinching pennies and picking up more hauls. It's going to be kind of hard to feed your family if you don't have a lot of loads, because you got to think about it. I still got bills to pay at home. I still got to feed my family. And if I'm not making no money in my truck, then I'm done. I'm done. This is the reality of the situation. There's a lot of people that don't want to talk about it. But if you think it's going to get better before it gets worse, you're just flat out wrong. Fox Business Channel say truckers are working for peanuts now as the prices are surging. Why do they say peanuts? Because that's actually what they're working for. They're just trying to keep the truck running on the road. Fox News says a diesel supply chain chain crunch and surging prices have left Vegas truck drivers worried about how to make ends meet and warned that the small trucking businesses could fold because they just cannot afford the amount of money it costs to put it in the tank. Literally work for peanuts right now. And nobody can say anything. It's nobody to talk to. Diesel prices right now are very high. Um, it's harder for companies to make money right now with the high prices plus the rates have dropped. So. You're really not making the money you were making before. You're barely getting by right now. So literally, it's taking, in my company, the fuel almost 30, 40% of expenses. It affects the independent driver that don't have enough money to, to, to bring his load in. But only, only people that are surviving are the big, the big name companies that can afford the gas. In the last two weeks, we've seen increase about a dollar, dollar a gallon, literally. The only people that will survive are the bigger companies. The smaller ones won't make it. There's fewer trucks on the road, which causes a product to go higher, whatever, just normal everyday stuff, food, anything. Anything that's a truck reason, it's going to be higher. I don't think it's anybody looking out for us because price of insurance significantly growing every year. Uh, the trucks themselves, the trailers, almost double in price in the last three years. We need the drive more 
than the normally usually we drive a day four five hundred miles a day now we need to make little bit money we need to drive like a 600 miles before trump was helping us but now nobody is we can be happy we can be not happy with donald trump but when donald trump was in the office i remember in Texas, in the South Texas, I can get lower than two dollars dollars a gallon. Right now, the government in there just cares about them making money, not not what's going on out here. Elections coming. They're saying what we're at a 25 25 day reserve, diesel reserve for nationally. All it is boosting prices. That's it. It's killing the independent man out here. We are limited by time. We're limited by working hours and everything else. Everybody call it free market. But from the other side, nobody limit the uh, prices. Nobody limit the uh, brokers. Nobody limit diesel prices. They can lower the prices. They can release some uh, oil reserves. Absolutely. Open up some more fuel reserves. That's all they need to do. Almost out of fuel right now, so I say in six months we might be out of it. If not, we're paying nine, ten dollars a gallon. The truck drivers. This is what it is. This is the guys who carrying this country. Nine, ten dollars a gallon. He's not off, by the way. Analysts are saying the exact same thing. Imagine what that'll cost for you to get anything at the grocery store if something is nine or ten dollars a gallon to get the product there. That's what they're having to pay. You're going to pay through the roof. And all this could be fixed if the Democrats would get their heads out of the rear end and actually allow for us to go back to energy independence, which is what we had under Donald Trump. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media. While the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.